I am the man. I'm the one who rules, and you don't question my ruling. You don't question the way I do things. Women have to do everything to make the men feel well, and she doesn't really has a voice <clears throat> to say how she is feeling. Did you feel in any way like demasculated, or I can't let my friends know that I'm doing this stuff because they'll see me as less than a man? I know that we grew up this way, but what does the Bible say about? It? I am not asking you for a solution. I just want you to listen to me, baby. Oh, so this is this is cross cultural, huh? Yes. God's got to be the center of every single culture. Amen. I don't care where you're from. You know, if you're Hispanic, if you're Chinese, if you're American, wherever you're coming from, Christ got to be right at the center of your family. Dear young married couple, you're in a busy season of your life. You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really want to stay connected in your marriage. And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you. I'm Adam King. And I'm Carissa King. And we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in Sacramento, California. We also work with couples all over the world through online counseling, and our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively. Some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that God has for them. So come and join us as we have a conversation. We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple podcast. This episode is all about marriage and the Hispanic culture. And before we introduce our special guests, we have a quick shout out to give to Traveling Rose, who left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And she said that she enjoys the podcast on Instagram, and Instagram is a great way to share the resources with new people in bite-sized chunks. And she also shares several posts with her husband. So thank you so much, Traveling Rose. We appreciate you sharing. Yeah, we really appreciate you sharing and leaving that five-star review. It really does help our podcast out and uh, helps us rank higher so that other people can find us. Yes. Our guests today are, well, I'm going to let Carissa do this because <laughs> I don't um, pronounce Hispanic or names very well. Oh my goodness. Well, we are so honored to have our guests on the podcast today. It is Adriel Solis and Magdiel de Salas de Solis. They are friends. Wait, aren't you guys glad that I didn't try that? <laughs> they are friends of ours um, now for the last year or so, um, they we introduce how we met them here <laughs> on the podcast, so you'll hear that later. But um, just a little bit about them. Um, Adriel is a um, student pastor, and um, Magdiel is a teacher. She teaches ASL and ESL. Um, so Magdiel has a bachelor's degree in elementary education and deaf ministries, um, as well as theological studies. And Adriel has a bachelor of arts in pastoral theology. Um, theology and minors in biblical languages, Greek and Hebrew, and ASL. So they are very well studied and well equipped folks um, who helped us out with a very special project. Yes. And speaking of that very special project, um, a big announcement. If you know any Spanish speaking couples, you're going to want to stick around toward the end and we talk about our. Um, new project. Yes. And we want you to find out all about it. So um, here we go. We're excited to introduce our friends and interview them on this important topic. So welcome Adriel and Magdiel to the podcast. We're so happy to have you guys on. Yes. 
Thank you very much for having us. So we're glad to, to be here. Thank you. Aww. Well, it's our privilege. We um, we first connected, for those who are listening, we first connected with these two lovely human beings um, a while <laughs> back and when we launched our Foundations and Expectations yeah. cards. And uh, I, I don't, was it Adriel or Magdiel that reached out? I think it's Adriel, right? I, I think so. I yeah. think you did. I, I, I think you, I, yeah. Do you I remember what you said? I think it was actually me. Oh, I you. remember, man. I don't know. <laughs> because I saw you. Who was that? I think um, Girl no, no, Define. Yeah. Yes, it was her because, uh, yeah, she saw the cards and she, I think you texted her and then yeah, that's when she sent uh, the cards. Yeah, so yeah, it was her. It was her. It was her. <laughs> so you saw, you said on Girl Defined? I think they said something because I was always looking for ways to grow as a, you know, as a yeah. Christian. And some of those things that helped me a lot was like um, Girl Define and Revive Our Hearts. Uh -huh. And then they posted something about, oh, this marriage couple. I'm like, I'm married. I should be looking into the marriage, you know, nice. philosophy ideas yeah. and how to grow it, it in that area. Too. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I, I loved how you reached out. You said something to the effect like, "How can we get the cards for a?" <laughs> Feel free to send to send a deck over to a couple here in Puerto Rico, a newlywed yes. couple. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember that exactly. Like, yeah. You no, know, you're newlyweds. There are so many dates, and you're like, um. How do I say this? Uh, are you planning to do a giveaway? Uh, yeah. here, people just get married. We would like to grow. That was awesome. I was, and I think we were doing a post office run that day and we were like, why not? And so we sent you a card deck and then it just blossomed from there. We got to know more about right. you guys. And but what's really neat is like, you know, like the whole idea of you know throwing bread out in the water. We never knew how the relationship would transpire. Yeah. So, and we'll get into that with a really cool announcement later on. Yes. But, um, yes. So yeah, you've blessed us too. Yes. So we're oh, excited man. about Praise that. Praise the Lord. Praise so the Lord. So for those who are listening, if you are a Spanish speaking couple or you know Spanish speaking couples and, um, you want to bless them or bless your own marriage. We have that big announcement coming at yeah. the end of yeah. the episode. So listen in, <laughs> hopefully this, this episode will maybe get us talking. Yes. So All we right. want to dig into your guys's exposure to various Hispanic cultures. And we say cultures plural because the Hispanic culture is so diverse. Yeah. And, yes. um, so we want to find out like, Talk to us about the maybe the first Hispanic cultures you were exposed to, and then maybe um, progressively moving on from there to where we met you and then where you are now. Okay, so, well, you know, we're from the Dominican Republic, so we are already Hispanics. But mm -hmm. I guess uh, we started getting more exposure when we actually went to college um, in Puerto Rico. We went to uh, Calvary Baptist Bible College, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of diversity there like mm -hmm. we have people from all the way from the u.s from all the way to africa from you know east africa nice. um caribbean islands barbados bahamas um mm -hmm. mexicans bolivians colombians also there was another college nearby that they they focus on hispanics and so mm. that's kind of like we got all you know involved with all these hispanic uh cultures and why not and so yeah. <clears throat> i guess that's where everything started at least yeah yeah and then we keep on meeting other people, even in the States. Right, so we right. know people from Mexico, Colombia, Bolivia, 
Mm -hmm. uh, the islands, Puerto Rico, Cuba, you know. Right. Mainly nice. Puerto Rico, yeah, I would say. Um, because that's where you went to even, Bible college. Yes. Right. So even, even within the island, we met also like Colombian people in, about their culture. Mm -hmm. the, in the, in the, the, the ministry at the church, they also have a day school. And some of the kids were from Argentina, from uh, Chinese, Colombians too. So nice. like it, it was very, you know, diverse. diverse. And yeah. so yeah. I guess that's where everything started really. And then that's now so cool. we're here in Wisconsin. There's a whole bunch of um, Hispanics too. Yeah, we okay. were serving and trying to start a Spanish ministry. Ah, and so, it's very so diverse because cool. we have people from everywhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah, They're mainly Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, but like we also have people from, there's a couple from Honduras, nice. uh, Mexicans, Mexican. a whole bunch mm -hmm. of them. Here yeah. at the church, we have at least two families, I'll say, that are Mexicans. Yeah. Um, and yes. then the rest, are, the rest are Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. And so, yeah, we've been exposed. Yeah, to Big a time, lot of Hispanic cultures. Yes. And I think that's one of the things that intrigued us was like, these are people that are not just in one geographical location, but mm -hmm. they know a lot about a variety of Hispanic cultures. And mm -hmm. so that um, that helped us a lot in this big uh, project and announcement that we're about to make. Yeah. So uh, before before we kind of get into the particulars about like diff the different um, views on marriage and the different maybe stigmas there are. Um, we kind of want to hear your own love story. So yeah. tell us how you guys met and And I know this that is your favorite, Magdiel. So why don't you, why don't you <laughs> share? My favorite. <laughs> go on, well, go on, I'm well, I can start. Wait, go ahead, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I went to Bible college and I was, um, you know, there was something I had a getting to know another guy and he did a workout. And you know, when you want to push God's will, but your parents and everybody's like, no way. I mean, this is just not going and you want to push it, but it was just not happening. It didn't, it didn't happen. I mean, yep. thank God, but I was just heartbroken, you know, sure. and I'm trying to connect with the Lord and it's just something special when the Lord is just speaking to you. So mm -hmm. I went to chapel, mm -hmm. uh, to pray. Uh, there was no, you know, I just went to pray and I was praying and digging into God's word and trying to pray Psalms. And then I, close my Bible and kneel down mm -hmm. um, and just pray and connect like, with the Lord uh, about my situation and how I was feeling. But little did I know that he was <laughs> running outside. Like I really didn't notice you in college. You can say <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I, I love running. I love sports. I'm a sport uh -huh. guy. So um, <clears throat> I used to run every day, you know, in the campus and why not? So, the, there was this one night she I saw her going to the chapel, you know, and so she sits down and she's uh, reading her Bible. And so, I mean, you know, I'm running. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, she's a Christian. So people read their Bible, you know, <laughs> what's up with that? That's OK. So after that, she, I see that she kind of, you know, kneels down and pray. And that's when I went like, all right, mm. there's, diff there's something different about this girl, you know. Aww. And I mean, a whole bunch of people, I mean, as a believer, you know. I'm not saying that it's not, it's a sin for you if you don't kneel down when you pray, but there's something about kneeling down, you know, just humbling yourself, oh, yeah, yourself absolutely. before the Lord. And so, yeah. you know, even though everybody's, every Christian is supposed to do that, I guess the Lord just used that very moment, you know, mm -hmm. to kind of get a hold of my heart. And I was like, yeah, because I right. don't kneel down every single day. So, you know, but yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, man, there's something different about this girl, you know? And Aww. so then my friends started talking to me about, you know, her and why not. And they're like, you should talk to her, you know. 
And I was like, well, I mean, I wasn't really looking for it, you know? So, but that really got stuck in my mind, you know? Uh -huh. And from there, I just, you know, little by little, we started talking. I have the, I don't know, like, before I go and approach someone, you know, before, well, let's say, and before I go and approach a, a lady, you know, a woman, I tend to kind of observe first, you know, mm -hmm. I just don't jump in. So I kind of spend a time just, just watching, you know, just mm -hmm. watching and looking from a distance and see how she reacts in front of people without people just by herself, you know, mm -hmm. with her best friends and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, just taking notes kind of yeah. thing. So, so it's safe to so say that then, you liked what you saw. Yeah. So, you know, that was the thing. So, and then I'm like, all right, I think it's about time for us to talk, you know? So I went to her, uh, we were actually playing volleyball that night. And after the game, I actually left the game and went to her and I said, listen, you know, I've heard a lot of things about you and um, I just want to hear them from you. I want to, I want to make sure that if that you're the one saying them, you know, because people say a lot of things and, you know, especially in college, we, we come from a very small college. And so, uh -huh. um, you know, sometimes there was a lot of gossiping going on. And so I was like, you know, I, I've heard this, but I want to know whether it's true or not from you. Okay. So okay. I just went and boom and just went directly to her and talked to her. And she was like, what in the world? Yeah, I mean, it was unexpected. What do you want to talk about? Like, yes, what, I'm you know? A happy, I'm a happy single lady here. I'm like, right. you know? Like, why are you right. interrupting my life? So, right. It was like, I was basically <laughs> interrupting her life, you know? Because she was so happy with her, you know, being single and why not? And so, yeah. but I just, you know, went and talked. And, and from there, we just started talking, you know, little by little. And, yeah. and things just, you know, work out. And, uh, you and know. you guys got married in Bible college, right? Basically, yeah. He had a year left. Yeah, I was. Okay. We went home, got married, and then you yeah, finished was, your senior I was, year. I was going to start my senior year when we got married. Yeah, that was in nice. 2019. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, within months, um, I just, I just knew, you know, that this was from God. And so, <clears throat> by the time I went to her and I was like, you know, I want to date you, I already knew this was mm -hmm. God's will, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I don't want to date you just to find out, you know, what happens. I'm dating mm -hmm. you because I want to marry you. That's good. That's dating out. with intention. Like, you know, I, yeah. I believe that's that's the right way to do it. You know, if you're yes. getting into a yeah. relationship with someone, then you shouldn't just get in, you know, for the sake of, oh, let's see what happens, you know. Yeah. No, I I already knew, you know, I, I knew I prayed specifically to God about it and you know, he answered my prayers. And so, you know, I, I spoke to her parents, I spoke to my parents, and so, you know, everything went well. And so one there was one day that I told her, you know, I know that you have to think about it and why not, but I would rather have you thinking about it for, you know, for as long as you need, because I ain't going nowhere, you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, for as long as you need, then, 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 you know, you telling me now, yes. And then like three months down the line saying, you know, I actually really thought about it better. And I don't think that you're the right guy and why not. So I'm mm -hmm. like, you take your time. I'm not going anywhere mm -hmm. and I'll wait for you. You know, I love it. So, that's good. So, I remember that year. I don't know if you guys are well, there's this ministry called Neighborhood Bible Time, and I basically uh, became an evangelist. There's it's mm -hmm. like you know, VBS type of thing in church okay. uh, ministry type of thing. And so, yeah. they basically train you to become an evangelist. And so, she went to camp that year. Um, that was in 2017. 
and like we didn't talk for we were literally just sending letters to each Aww. other like, like handwritten back in the day, letters you know? right right <laughs> so because like we couldn't use our phones like it was old school it yeah. was like boot camp man it, you know so um after that because she she had already she told me before she went for camp i will answer you at once the summer is over you know when i come okay. back from camp i'll give you the answer so okay. I'm like, yeah. well, I needed time alone to pray, and right, you know, this is wow. a big decision, which is okay. I'm, I, I don't have any problem with that. Like I told you, yeah. I go nowhere. So <laughs> I let her, you know, you pray and fast and do whatever you need to do, you know, before you give me an mm-hmm. answer. So that's okay. So summer was over. We came back. Um, so I'm ready for you know, well, she's gonna give me the answer. So this is gonna be it, you know. <laughs> so um, then the very that very night, she all of a sudden freaks out. She can't say a word. She doesn't know what to do. And so she calls her dad, you know, like, help me out. I don't know what to do. So he just says, you know, uh, pray and, j- j- you know, just keep on praying. And so ask for another month, you know. Okay. Uh, and so she comes and says, you know, just give me another month and then I'll, I'll be sure. And I'm like, fine, I'll give you another month. I'm going nowhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> right. You know, I I knew she was the one. So Aww. so I don't need to be, you know, going to someone else's waters or anything like that. I know this is the one, so I'm going to wait as long as I need to. Mm-hmm. And then once for sure, you know, oh, it's been quite long anyway. But yeah. <laughs> after That's that awesome. month, she she came. And so, you know, she said Aww. yes. And so, first yeah. story. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> I love it. And now you've been married for how long? One year, seven months. Today's the 13th, right? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's all in how many days? <laughs> yeah. A year and seven months. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, but I think it's an encouragement for everybody who's going through a heartbroken situation. The Lord sees that. And sometimes you go through this valley, but maybe He's working out another story for you. You know, you yeah. don't see it now, but. That's right. Yeah. That's mm. so good. I love That's that. That's good perspective. Yes. Well, Tell us, um, kind of, this is a, this is a fun, like, opportunity for me to talk to you guys about, you know, cultural perspectives, because of course, you know, on our podcast, we tend to talk a lot about different, uh, cultural stigmas or, Mm -hmm. you know, talk about mental health. Yeah. Uh, we talk about, we see in church culture. Yeah. We talk about sex, which Mm -hmm. is deaf. There's definitely taboos and stigmas around that. And, uh, and so it will be, it's, I think, interesting for both of us to say, okay, well, give us an insight as leaders and, mm-hmm. and what you see um, into the Hispanic. And of course, we know that you're just as, you, you see a small segment of the Hispanic culture because it's a massive culture, right. lots of stuff in, right, right. lots of different cult- cultural norms mm-hmm. everywhere. But from your perspective, what are the um, kind of overarching, um, cultural norms regarding marriage or mm-hmm. or beliefs about marriage yeah um and maybe, and maybe starting help me i know you that. guys i know that's kind of broad right yeah so you guys actually shared with us prior to this interview like a list of some of the um observations you've made about marriage whether it's um cultural norms or stigmas or taboos and so um we kind of arranged that in a like before marriage and then marriage customs and then and then once you're married um, so maybe starting with before marriage about like the way that 
typically in a Hispanic culture, how parents might um, educate their children or not educate their children around mm-hmm. sex and intimacy mm-hmm. or marriage. Okay. Yeah. Well, you go ahead and start with that. Sure, one. sure. Um, I thought it was only in my house, but then as I talk to other friends, I see that it's very normal for mothers not to be open or not to talk to their daughters about things as menstruation or even the parents don't educate their children about, you know, sexual relationships. So they either learn it in biology at school, which mm-hmm. I mean, that's great, but sometimes they even discover it another way, right? And that's mm-hmm. what you don't want. You wish they have a close relationship to their mothers, uh, Titus too, or um, their parents have a relationship with them and they can communicate these things from a safe place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So and that, that's why, you know, I want her to start with that one because it's basically, first off, with, with, you know, with girls, um, I didn't grow up, you know, with, with a sister. And it's just my brother and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in that kind of situation, you know, I was basically clueless. I mean, I, I, you know, I knew about menstruation and all that kind of stuff. But um, in the, when it comes to guys, you know, it's just that lack of, you know, sitting down with your dad and just walking through certain things, you know, that as a man, as a young man, you should know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not telling you that you should sit with your, you know, four-year-old son and tell him, you know, no. this is what it is like you know <laughs> i don't think he needs to know certain things you know at that age but like if you're already a, you know you're approaching your you know 12 13 years old and you're becoming a teenager you know there are certain things that whether you, know it. you hear about mm-hmm. or not your body mm-hmm. you know itself will yeah. you know let you know hey this is happening within me and i don't really know the reason why but it mm-hmm. is happening yeah. And know. it's just not so common to ha- sit down and have details, those conversations. Exactly. No, no. So I remember yeah. for my mom when she, you know, she told me that a cousin had to talk to her about this or an mm. aunt and her mom was just not there to explain mm. certain things. I remember when she wanted to talk to me and she said, hey, there are a few things you should know. And I was dismissive. And I said, Oh, mom, I learned that in biology. You know, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I mm. feel bad because it was just a way of my mom wanting to reach out. But that's mm. just very not normal. So I wonder how many women get married and they maybe don't know many things. Yeah. Or maybe they have discovered the wrong way. Yeah, and, know. you know, even even though you do get some of it, you know, like in biology class and why not? It, it's not like they they're going to cover everything in it, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, how to say it, biology covers a whole lot of things, you know. It's not specifically necessarily talking about you know uh, sexual, you know, development in your body or anything sure. like that. And it's the emotional just, aspect this, of of sex and right. intimacy, you're just you're just hearing the biology. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It, there's more into it, you know. Yeah. And many times, you know, I, I don't. It's probably it's because parents don't necessarily feel, feel comfortable talking Maybe, about it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like fathers, you know, um, I, I think, you know, since their parents didn't teach them that, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they didn't they didn't sit with them and, and tell and told them, you know, this is what's going on. And and you should know these things before yeah. you made a mistake or anything like that, you know, and so they kind of mm-hmm. grow up yeah. like that. And so you just keep on, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. this is something over and over. 
this is something that I see a lot actually in in dealing with a lot of couples. Um, a lot of people um, have never had the conversation, right? Right. Let alone Not, conversations. Let, yes. Know. Let alone multiple conversations. Yeah. And I think why people are so hesitant is because there is no. There's not much guidance yeah. on mm-hmm. what to break down when. And it's such a, I think, heavy subject. You mm-hmm. can either have a yes. very good experience about sex um, or a very unhealthy view just or sex, distorted. Like relationship, or relationship, marriage right. in general. Mm-hmm. And I think this is true of church culture. Um, but then mm-hmm. you combine that with, I, well, from what we're hearing from you guys, some of the stigmas in Hispanic culture around sex and marriage relationships. And you have a lot of walls up around this, especially pre-marriage. Um, now, how does that make its way into the marriage? So if you didn't get the talk or talks pre-marriage, right. then how does that, I mean, what what result do you see in a lot of Hispanic marriages because of the premarital lack of the talk? Yeah, so you know, of course, you know, ultimately the 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 main the root of the problem is sin itself. You know, um, I will start off on that, but mm-hmm. I would I would say that you know, since you didn't, since you were not taught, you know, um, how how does marriage work, and the fact that you're you know, you grow up, you develop, you make a family, and all of a sudden it's not about you anymore, you know, <laughs> and those little details. Well, I shouldn't say little, that's a big detail. Little, that's big. a big detail, <laughs> you know, the details. So, you know, things like that, then you, you step into marriage and you, you all of a sudden you just think that marriage is well, you know, you, you get a girlfriend, you, you get married. Now you, you're a husband and you know, so basically do the same old song. You work and you come back from work and you know, you, Hi, how you doing? Um, dinner ready type of thing, you know. Mm. And yeah. it's like a cycle that just keeps on yeah. repeating itself. And and really, even though you're married, you're not living as if you are married. Mm. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. You you, you are you know, on paper you're married, but really you're not committed to each other, if that makes uh, sense. Mm. Yeah. And so and that's because again, you you were not taught, you know. A whole bunch of things that you should have known, like you mm-hmm. know, sexual uh, sexual relationships, um, how to be a husband, you know, and and thank God, you know, for for churches, you know, I guess that you don't see it's not as bad. Well, I shouldn't say it's not as bad, but it's way worse, you know, mm-hmm. when you don't have the Lord, because you know, that was mm-hmm. the first institution created by God, you know, the family, marriage, you know, we see that in Genesis, and so, um, for the world, you know, and and I guess that will go for all cultures you know um if you're if you if you get married for the wrong reasons and you're not doing it you know if god is not the center of it then then you will have issues you know yeah yeah um but in 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 in, in hispanic cultures you know i can like she said there's a lot of macho men you know yeah. a lot of you know you're the woman and you're supposed to be doing all these things and yada 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 mm. and you know my job is, is to bring food to the table machista exactly yeah. being yeah. machista exactly mm-hmm. so um what does that mean exactly how do we define that <laughs> yeah that's the thing i don't think you there's an english word for machista or at least i don't know it but it's basically you know this um attitude of i am the man i'm the one who rules and you don't question my ruling you don't question the way i do things 
this is the way it's going to be done and you better do it this way you know yeah. and yeah and it, yeah there, there's no again there is no commitment to each other you know mm. we we met we're married but i'm the one here who knows you know and is how that, things are gonna go does that whole like machismo mindset does it kind of originate from the man's desire to protect and provide for his family um but then it just culturally comes across as like lack of emotional connection and lack of um humility is that kind of I'm trying to understand more about you it. You put it that way. That sounds very nice. But I, I, <laughs> I feel it's also, I don't know, that women, they are used to and even taught to do everything for the men, mm. you know? Like the man comes through the through the door, children take off his shoes. Mm. Woman, is the food ready? Plays there. He finishes. She takes the plate of mm. the table. And everything, you know, it's like do everything for him. And even later, like in sexual relationship, it's just you're you're there to serve. Well, that I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's yeah. it's basically that. And you know, I mean, I can I can I guess it will also be a little bit of you know the other reason that you gave. Um, <clears throat> I get that you want to be protective and you want to you know because there's a lot of fathers that are that way are wired that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that that can even to a certain degree become a problem, you know, because you can end up being very, you know, um, aggressive in the sense like, you know, um, you're controlling too much, you know, yeah. you're, you're overstepping and, and I get that you want to control and I get that you're the man and I get that you're responsible, but at mm -hmm. the same time, you know, we have to breathe, you know, <laughs> and you're not letting me breathe. You're stepping on my throat, you know? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that happens too, but, it, but it, it's basically, I will say what she was saying, you know, they see the woman as, you know, um, as a slave, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, That's what you have and, to do. and you're supposed to do all these things. You're supposed mm -hmm. to take care of the house. You're supposed to take care of the children, sit yeah. with them, do their homework, and also make sure the yeah. house is clean and make does sure it's served. And does that still water. apply? Does that still apply even if the woman has a full-time job? Yes. I would say so, yeah. Yes. And, and here's the thing, the expectation though. expectation is still there. Here's the thing, though. I mean, like she was mentioning earlier, you know, the, the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31, verse 10 through, uh, through 31, you know, she's, mm. she's very uh, dedicated to her family, you know, and she's making sure that she's uh, doing what she's supposed to do. Yeah. And I get it, you know, um, there are responsibilities that, you know, as, as the wife, you know, as the woman, you should mm -hmm. be doing, but that doesn't mean that the husband can't play a role in it, you know? Right. Yeah. right. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Um, for instance, with my parents, uh, and my dad shared this with me. Um, he told me, you know, in the beginning, you know, I was working hard. I, I was working all day long. You know, I will come back at night, like nine, 10 at nine, whatever. And mm, he was that tired, you know, and my mom was a teacher too. So mm. they were both working, you know, and, yeah. and it was very overwhelming. And, you know, they will, they will, you know, they will come back home and my dad, you know, he's expecting these things and, and, you know, like food and to be ready and all these things. And let's say that, for instance, you know, my dad will come back and sit down and just watch some TV, you know, mm -hmm. and while my mom was doing gazillion things, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And and my mom was going crazy. She mm-hmm. was going nuts because it's like, well, you know, I, I'm also working and, and you should be helping me. You should be doing all these things too, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. and then my, my dad just, you know, reminded her, you know, I, I love you and I'm going to help you because I love you, mm-hmm. you know? I'm helping you because I made a decision to be, um, to be there for you. I want to help you because I love you. Mm. It's not that I, that I want to help you because this is my duty. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, interesting. Yeah. Again, it's not about, it's not about, um, since you, since these are the things that you're supposed to be doing, then that's a, that's your responsibility and I don't have a play in it. You know, mm. that, that's your problem. If you didn't get it done, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I, I understand that it's probably, you know, her responsibility to do this or that or the other. For instance, we, we made, you know, we made deals before we, we got married. Okay. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed <laughs> to clean the dishes, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Now, but is that, cook, so, so is that not normal for a, Hispanic culture? No. Not at no. all. Not at all. So, yeah, we have a little bit of American influence. And we sat and uh-huh. I saw, we saw what were problems before mm-hmm. we got married. Mm-hmm. No problems in us, but in just different couples. And I just thought, hey, let's talk about if I'm working, if we're both working outside mm-hmm. the house, what if we help out in the house? You know, and uh-huh. we were just talking about certain deals here's yeah. the thing yeah. you know um, yeah. i don't think it's wrong women <laughs> women women back at home in the at least in the dominican republic at girls at the age of 12 uh-huh. 13 years old they already know how to cook they already know how to run the house i mean i mean yeah. they are yeah. really ready and the men we don't do that kind of stuff no. now in my case like i told you i didn't grow up with a sister and so it was just my brother and i and yeah. my mom taught us both, you know, a whole bunch of things. Like in, in our house, everybody did something. Yeah, here's, and that's a blessing, but that's not coming. Yeah, here, okay? here's, the, here's the list. You know, I was supposed to clean the bathroom. I was supposed to sweep the house. Um, everybody did the dishes, you know, not just me. My brother was supposed to mop the floor. He was supposed to clean the windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad did the laundry. You know, like everybody wow. was doing. So it's very so, shared. Yeah. So and we, that's a, I'm blessed. I grew up that way. Yeah. Mm. So can I, let me ask you a question. So Adriel, when, when she asked this, um, and this was like a conversation, did you feel in any way like demasculated or I can't let my friends know that I'm doing this stuff because they'll see me as no. less than a man. We'll be right back to the interview. But first we wanted to share something that we are really excited about. So, you know, we all have those times where we don't feel super connected to our spouse and we really don't know what conversations to have to get us to that connected place. And then on top of that, we're so busy that we don't prioritize those conversations. And that's why we created the monthly live date night. And monthly live date night is every month on a Friday night for 90 minutes, 60 minutes. It, we focus on a topic that uh, you guys pick. And then 30 minutes, we do a Q&A and it's live where we're all together asking questions and giving answers on topics related to your marriage, your intimacy. And we share tools. Uh, we have handouts that we call homework because we want you to be there to listen and to soak in. But we really want you to take action in your marriage too. So come join us live for the next monthly live date night. Check the link in the show notes for dates and details. All right, back to the interview. 
no, not, not at all. Because like I told you, you know, that wasn't new to me. Uh-huh. Like I already, I know how to cook, for instance, you know, that doing things like those, you know, they were not new to me. And I was like, I mean, sure, I can do that. Yeah. Even though I do hate doing dishes, like, yeah. with, with my entire being. But <laughs> do you remember what you said? Just don't make me uh, scrub the top. <laughs> yeah, right. That was that was the one thing. I I I didn't I didn't want to do the the, the bathroom. And I I told her I told her, listen, you know, in college I did a lot of bathroom work on in my house, so. You're Please. done with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm through with it. So this yeah. is interesting to me, though, because you guys negotiated household <clears throat> responsibilities based on preference and need. Um, You know, mm-hmm. like if I cook, you clean, you know, kind of like that whole need based um divvy. But it wasn't um based on tradition or, you know, male, female roles or, you know, so is that, yeah. that's uncommon from what we're hearing from that, you. This is yes. uncommon. Yeah, yes. I want everybody yeah. to know this is uncommon. Yeah, it's very, yeah. and and, and I, I was going to tell you, you know, I grew up doing all those things, but mm-hmm. she didn't, you know, uh-huh. in her house, you know, um, she, they had a lot of help. And, um, They had this, you know, lady that kind of, yeah. right, that kind of did all that stuff. So okay. she got, she started doing those things later on in life when she grew up, you know, and so, and again, that's not the norm, but yeah. you know, like, even yeah. though, even though I told her, you know, please, I don't want to do the bathroom. That doesn't mean that, you know, when, for instance, if she's sick or she's pregnant, you know, and she can't kneel down or anything like that, that doesn't mean that I can't do the toilet or I can't, yeah, you know, sure. clean the, yeah. you know, come so on. What dude. I'm hearing yeah. is, I mean, a, is a team aspect. I mean, really, right. Right. exactly, one another, exactly, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it doesn't, for instance, you know, let's say, Yesterday, we had a very, very, very long day, both of us, you know, and when that happens and I know that she's like dead Mm -hmm. and we both get home and I see that, you know, we need to do the dishes. Um, I don't even ask about it. You know, Mm -hmm. if they need to be done, I go and do them. Mm -hmm. And that's a blessing. You know, Um, so, you know, things like that, you know, it's again, it's committing to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, so this whole idea of teamwork and reciprocity, um, in the Hispanic cultures, we see it kind of absent, um, in, you know, when it comes to household responsibilities, can we transition into, um, like more of the relationship, the communication, the emotional connection, when it comes to the emotional connection, what are the dynamics that you've observed in your own, like in the Dominican or also in other um, other Hispanic cultures that you've observed? What is that dynamic between husband and wife when it comes to communication and emotional connection? Mm-hmm. You want to start with that one? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, women are very emotional. Okay. Okay. But really? that doesn't mean, that doesn't, wow, really? <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> oh. But sometimes you don't have a safe place. I'm saying in general, right? Uh, you don't have a safe place to express your emotions. And feeling like that, feeling like the man is coming and is expecting all these things, it seems common. But that doesn't mean you don't feel like you're being used or I have to do all these things. Even basically, I feel like women have to do everything to make the man feel well. Mm. And she doesn't really has a voice <clears throat> to say how she is feeling. Um, um, and 
I guess the men not expressing his emotions and even not talking and the women wants to talk, want to, she wants eye to eye conversation and he's not ready for that. He's watching his baseball game or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that is very frustrating. She's doing all these things. And then I heard a friend who said after a while, let's say after a year of marriage, I just had to make peace with that and say, that's the way it's going to be. I am going to do all the dishes. I am going to do all the laundry. I am going to fold all the laundry. I have to make my bed. I have to make everything and and make the house ready and whatever. And the kids need to be ready. And I have to prepare for everything. Mm. And he won't help me. You know, and she just said, I just had to say that's the way it will be. Um, and, you know, that's that's totally wrong. You know, um, I, I was, you know, I was thinking along the same lines. Um, you know, men don't really tend to even express their feelings and that kind of thing. We were not raised that way. Um, a macho man. And so, mm -hmm. since since we don't we don't even think about those things, it's like automatically men tend to think that. Well, yeah, I know that women are emotional, you know, but. But I don't think that is something that we really have to deal with, you know, and just they just leave it at that, you know. Mm, yeah. And like I can I can, you know, I can I can speak for experience, you know, in my case. To me, that was kind of new when we got married. Um, you know, sometimes she, she felt like, you know, you don't. When was it the last time that we sat, you know, and we. We asked each other how we were doing. See, yeah. here's the thing, though. I don't feel like, you know, you have to ask me every single day, how are you doing? I'm just doing, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> life goes on, you know. <laughs> no, it's all with her, you know. Yeah. To me, that was like, oh, my goodness. So, you know, I'm, I have to learn these things. I'm supposed yeah. to spend time in, in asking her, you know, like, how are you, how are you doing today? How was your day? Um, what are your struggles, you know? Mm. And, yeah. and it's like like she will she will tell me all the time um you're not pastoring my heart you know and i'm like what exactly does that mean you know <laughs> and, and and it's just the very same questions i'm giving you how how am i doing you know how was my day what what did i learn today you know mm -hmm. and 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 then we will have that kind of conversation you know and and then she's coming with all these things. And again, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, well, here's a solution to it. Bam, 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 bam. Right, right. <laughs> you know, same old song again. And yeah. it's like, yeah. uh, I am not asking you for a solution. Uh -huh. I just yeah. want you to listen to me, baby. Yeah. Oh, so this is, this is cross-cultural, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And in my mind, that wasn't making any sense. I'm like, listen, if you have an issue, <laughs> you need help with it. You know, that's how it works. <laughs> And so to me, that was the most, the most frustrating thing ever because it's like she's having a problem. I'm offering help and she's not taking it. So she's just crying about it. Let's it. go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. but, but, you know, it took me a while to understand, you know, it's just about, you know, sitting there and just going mm -hmm. yeah yeah i know but i know i'm so sorry many... for that <laughs> yes. i'm with you can i pray for you and you know yes and yes. that was That's like, what i mean and then yeah. and then like when 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 the conversation went that way it was like oh baby you love me so much oh, i don't deserve so you Thank and you're so, so good and i'm like <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, but that's what you need. And so, and like Adam kind of said, like this is cross cultural. We see this in yes. in men and women yes. in American culture as well. Um, I wonder. Yeah, though, but I know. Men, uh, sorry. Yeah, please go ahead. No, you're good. But I know this has he has learned that, and I know also your cards have helped a lot. Aww. But I know many friends and cousins who don't have. I get a place to go to their husband and say, hey, this is happening. Oh, hey, mm -hmm. just listen to me here. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's not necessarily uh, Hispanic. Yeah, I don't know. Not every Hispanic is open that's, or they yeah. don't have that connection with their husband. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering is like, even though we do see this cross-culturally, yeah. I think maybe the difference in your um, situation is that you guys have been intentional to get resources right. on board so that you can understand each other, connect with each mm -hmm. other emotionally, give her that safe mm -hmm. place to be emotional. Um, and that's right. not the norm in most Hispanic cultures that you've observed. Since this isn't the norm, then why aren't you the norm? We have been intentional. <laughs> like you said, you know, um, well, again, how to say it, you know, we're working in the ministry and I know that especially for me, you know, um, a man that is not ruling his house, that is not doing what he's supposed to do as a husband, you know, mm. then that disqualifies you automatically, mm. automatically for the ministry, you know. And mm. <clears throat> my one fear has always been um, the fact that, oh, you know, I messed up because I wasn't taking care of my family the way I should have, you know. <clears throat> and I'm not talking mm. about providing, you know, yeah. putting bread on the table. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, those kind of things, you know emotional things um am i spending time with my wife you know quality time in which you know she's actually um feeling free and comfortable you know and like we can talk about things that i'm struggling with and i am growing and we're getting better at it you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> where you i believe that for for you to be effective in the ministry you have to first of all be intentional you know yeah. in your marriage you know and so that always scare me and th that has always, you know, been in my mind and I'm like, I need to get this right, you know, because yeah. if I am doing youth ministries at church, if yeah. I'm doing all these things, you know, yeah. I can't be much of a help with for these kids, you know, for these young people if I myself yeah. can't deal with my own wife, you know, so, or with my own family. Adriel, what I'm hearing from you is that regardless of what Hispanic culture has taught you, and there's so much good that you've taken from that. Or American culture. Or American culture right. or various, yeah, places that you've been or been exposed to. You said, I want to do, I want Christ culture. <laughs> I want yes. what Amen. the Bible says I need to do to be a man, to right. provide for my wife, not just roof over her head, food on the table. Um, but you want, you're looking at, you know, what is my biblical mandate as right. a minister, it's, as it's a man? It's the moral compass that comes from the Bible and what God's laid okay. down of this is the path for a solid family, for a solid marriage. Something mm -hmm. that stood out to me, um, that I was just thinking of the verses that would apply to kind of what we're talking about is a man is supposed to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Yeah. And right. That's knowing, what I was thinking. right. Like mm -hmm. we're. You become one body. So I, I was actually this morning um, thinking about, um, and I don't have it all down yet or in my mind, but the Hebrew word um, when it talks about um, God creating Adam and then taking and creating Eve by taking the, the, the rib out of Eve's side or Adam's side, 
um, that 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 word for rib is less an anatomical part because that's the only time in the Bible that that word is used for an anatomical part like the the rib. Oh wow! It's better translated as a a side or a part. So like an architectural like a side of things, you know, this side of the ark, that side of the ark, or mm-hmm. this side of a a pair. So essentially, what God took is a, a part of Adam. And and put it into Eve so that we have two different people, you know, like very, very different in our biology, very different in our makeup, very different in our emotional. And that's why when those two people become two or, you know, those become one, one flesh, right. mm-hmm. that's the powerful, that's why the, 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 the man is supposed to leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife because right. then it makes them one flesh. One flesh, yes. Amen. So so if I neglect my wife and her needs and her emotional needs and, and this side of me, then that whole is not exactly whole, is it? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, it's you know, thinking on all those lines, um, you know, in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse twelve says you know, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Yes. Um, you know, it's, you know, even, even though we're kind of targeting, you know, and talking about, you know, things within the Hispanic cultures and, and, and there are things that apply to both Hispanic, you know, and American culture and why not ultimately, you know, <clears throat> if you're living for God and you want to live for God, you know, then it says it threefold cord is not quickly broken. If God mm-hmm. is the center of it, you know, God's got to be the center of, every single culture i don't care where you're from you know Mm. if you're hispanic if you're chinese if you're american wherever you're coming from christ gotta be right at the center of your family and if he's not you know then it's not gonna work out you know that's the one thing that that we all need to make sure that we get you know and i i encourage every family out there that you know if 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 your walk with god is not right then you can't expect your your marriage life to walk right to be right because it's mm-hmm. just not gonna work. You know, it's like it's like literally, you know, you have your wife, you have the wife and the husband, and then Christ in the middle. You know, and then it's like Christ is holding on to both of them. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's it, it just works that way. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and I've so seen good. that, and so oh, that's that's that. vital. Love that. Love it. You guys are bringing up so many golden nuggets. I <laughs> I love it. I, I want to um, ask a couple more questions about um, observations that you've made. Um, we've talked about, you know, male-female roles. We've talked about um, the communication and the emotional connection. Also, I want to hear a little bit more about the romantic erotic connection, um, not just sex and intimacy, but I know at one point, Magdiel, you had mentioned that to us, uh, or I think it was in your your list in preparation for this, that women should not flirt, that it's not ladylike. Um, so how does that make its way into the marriage when it comes to um, romance, romance and eroticism? Yeah, you know, we're women. Uh, and I remember when people close to me had this flirty attitude, uh, my grandma used to say, no, you do not flirt. This is not ladylike. You uh, be proper and things like that, just correcting you. Um, And I think just being raised like that and being careful not to get too close to other type of women, you know, Um, being like that, maybe raised like that, 
once you come into the marriage, it's not necessarily that they will say, well, don't do it in the marriage. They actually give you all the liberty to do it. Okay. But I don't think you are open to do it. Okay. Uh, I don't think you feel the liberty to do it. Um, um, what do you think? Well, yeah, you know, again, like you were saying, since you were raised this way, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of becomes in your mind a taboo. And it's like, you know, how dare you do that? You know, mm-hmm. you don't do that kind of stuff. That's worldly thinking, you know. Uh, and and then you bring that, you know, into a whole spectrum in, in you know, in a in an environment that it's like, uh, sorry, we're free to do whatever we want here. You well, know? Once you're married, yeah. You know, that doesn't <laughs> apply to yeah. this, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, back then when you were a teenager, then yeah, you, you make sure you're not doing all those kind of things because you know. Like if I would have seen that, you know, um, before we got married, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have been together today, you know, uh, because it's such that a turn off in Hispanic culture. Right. You know, right. and, and, you know, since I'm. And the I'm, man is the one who is supposed to pursue, not the mm, woman. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. So, yes. and in my mind, you know, since I'm, you know, I'm going to be in the ministry, I need a woman that is going to help me out in the ministry, you know? Uh, so, yeah. so if you're just flirting with everybody else out there, you know. I'm yeah, not sure. Not that I even want to be. with everybody, but even with it, you. Even with you know, yeah. right? So it's it's just you know, it, it's just very off. It's you know. Problem. So so then so, how no. how did you personally, Magdiel, make that transition? We say it, it, you know, in some of our podcasts, from no, no, no to go, go, go. Whether that's about sex or just about being flirtatious and romantic with your husband. Yeah. Well, after I got married. I went, I went, I don't know, how do I say this? I got so happy. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, grandma saying, hey, you remember all the things that I told you before you got married? Well, now you are, so drop it. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. But the sad thing is that so, I, was not be, I was not taught, right? So mm-hmm. I had to do my research. Mm-hmm. Sadly, sometimes when I research just on the website, on the internet, I went to places I didn't want to go. Right. So I found a nice... Uh, different things resources like um there is this it's so funny because it seems like you're sitting with four aunts or grandmas and they are talking about things so i <laughs> there was this uh um podcast called sex chat for chris for chris christian wives okay and it's okay. just sex chat for christian wives okay they just they talk a little bit about the things they do and i'm like oh i can do that i guess i have the freedom to do that wait can you do that you know they always i always uh they say what does the bible say about this Mm. i'm like oh they bring bible verses about whatever topic and i also found a website uh that had some i mean that's more intimate but it says uh what is the name let me find it um Oh, Christian-friendly sex positions. Okay. Uh, Just things like that. Because in the Hispanic culture, it's expected. And I don't know why, because in the Christian culture, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. it's expected for the men to know everything. And that's not necessarily true. The men doesn't know all of these things about uh, intimacy, about how to pursue. Well, I guess God gave him some instinct. I don't know, things. But he doesn't know at all. So it's expected. Like the women... She doesn't have to know anything. She she's okay. She will just follow the men, and the men has to know everything. Wow. So I I didn't believe that, and I'm like, 
we are a sexual being, right? right? The Lord made us with that tendency. I praise the Lord, I'm married and I can be open and, mm-hmm. and I have the freedom to, to be who I could be with my husband. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, dig in into those things that helped me. Those two things helped me a lot That's to awesome. be in a safe place yeah. where I can find information. And That's also good. asking older women, my mm-hmm. pastor's wife was a blessing. I'm telling mm-hmm. you a blessing to help me understand men's mindset and also the freedom I have. So sadly, many women don't have that relationship with their pastor's wife or mothers. Right. And that is key, you guys. Like that is yeah. very important because you have the freedom to ask questions. And what mm-hmm. about this? Is this acceptable? What do you think about this? What does the mm-hmm. Bible say about this? Mm-hmm. So that was, I think that helped so me a good. lot. Yeah, I love- so good. I was just going to say, I love how you didn't take kind of, you know, you, you, some of the beliefs that you have about, you know, these, these issues are kind of, you just have these beliefs, but you don't know where they came from, where you learned it. Right. And it's so easy just to live with those assumptions about right. how you should view the Bible. But what you're saying in this case, you actually said, well, let me actually compare just what I know from I don't know where or how I got this impression right. with with what the Bible is saying. Right. And in the Bible we know is truth, which is Amen. you know, that right. corresponding to reality. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I I attack that all the time, man, because it's like, you know, it, it's that is all over the place, you know. I, mm-hmm. I call that men's commandments. You know, it's like, listen, well, okay, we I know that we grew up this way, but what does the Bible say about that? You know, yeah. and you know, when it comes to communication, you know, I, and I, I, you know, I, I learned this recently, you know, that one communication, uh, you know, it involves everything, you know? Yeah. And like she was saying, you know, man is supposed to know all these things and you just follow. Well, you know, we can also sit and talk about it, you know, because again, this is an open circle here, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we are married. This is the way the Lord intended it to be. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to be weird. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we can just sit and talk about it. You That's know, what, what, it. what do you like? What do you don't like? You know, yeah. you know, we can, we can work things out. I know, I know a person who uh, has been married for like over three years. And I mean, she talked to me in a very private way. But she's like, she doesn't feel uh, satisfied or different things. And coming from our culture, it is a taboo, basically. It is, if you're not satisfied, you won't talk about your hu- to, to your husband about you're unsatisfied. Uh, and she has been married for so many years, and she believes she hasn't been satisfied in certain ways, uh, or she feels like this or like that. And I'm like, why don't you talk to him? And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm not talking about like, this. We don't things. talk about I'm those like, things. What do you no. mean? You should be in a safe place with your husband and such a unity and, and openness that you are able wow. to talk about these things because this is not only for him, mm-hmm. it's also for you. Yeah, you I was going to say that. It's come to the point that women will think, you know, sex, it's for men, you know, uh. it's for the man's pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> You know, it's for both, you know. Well, and especially the message that she is not even expected to know anything about it going into marriage. So yeah. how is it even for her at all? Right? Like that's exactly. that's so interesting. Yeah. Mm. So 
we kind of want to we want to transition into culturally sensitive solutions and you guys have already mentioned a couple of resources and we'll link those in the show notes um but we also want to hear from you guys over the past um almost two years you guys have been married um when you guys have said you know I want to I want the biblical way I want to do this the way that would serve each other um what are some ways that you have encouraged your own marriage and then encouraged other people's marriages um in uh, trying to get resources on board and and get connected. Sadly, there is not a lot in Spanish, okay? Mm. So I have Mm. many uh, Hispanic friends and I say, okay, look up here, look up that, and there is not a lot in Hispanic. But we, I mean, you guys, it's not because we're talking to you, but those (laughs) cards are a blessing. I mean, because they give you the tools and usually, We date every every week. Well, we try to date every week, every Friday. Uh, and sometimes on our way to this place or just sitting down, sometimes we only go through one mm-hmm. car. Yeah. But that spikes the conversation and we yeah. and he can dig into how I'm feeling. Oh, Aww. tell me more. Let's talk a little more. Yeah. That's and, awesome. So we, we keep them in our in our car, you know, and so I, we're half an hour away from our job. So on our way back to the house, you know, we just pull one out and we ask one question and it's like the entire trip, you know, it's all about that question. And it's like, man, we only went through one. We spoke all 30 minutes about this one one thing and it's just a blessing. And sometimes you don't even know where to start. You Mm -hmm. don't know what to, what to say, or even Mm -hmm. if he's open, but I guess that breaks the wall from the men to be unsensitive Mm -hmm. about your feelings. It just, brings it up just a little car okay let's talk about it and you can express yourself about this or that and sometimes from this card we go to different topics that we needed (laughs) to talk about you know so that has been a huge blessing and it's not because we're talking to you but that has been a huge blessing and also what i told you about the 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 sex positions for christmas for Christians, Christians. Uh-huh. and it's not because it's this is the Christian sex position. That's not what they are saying. Right. They're just not showing other things that maybe you don't want to see. Right, right? it's not but graphic. Yeah. Yes, and and you know it it seems that think woman and the men, but you don't see other things that can spike something else or sin in your life. That's right. You don't want to yeah. cross that. It would be dangerous to look at look that up on Google. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So, That's good. Yeah. I love that. That's good. So one last question uh, before we kind of make our announcement here. <laughs> um but one of the things I was is you know, thinking about what about if there is a wife that does you know maybe that is listening um that does want to start bringing up some of this stuff or changing or going through the go go through the cards um how would you suggest doing that like bringing it up like bringing it up broaching the conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know some one of the things that i that i've learned um in our you know marriage is that sometimes you know people just it's like it's like man all of a sudden, we don't we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of things <laughs> to talk about here. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you can you can. Sometimes we dated, and sometimes we were just eating, and there was 
because our conversation was up to date or we talk every yeah. night and it's like what are we talking about now you know how's life mm. you already asked me that you know sure. so it came up with more conversations it's, you know i will i'll probably say hey you know so um i found out about these cards you know where they they ask questions about you know uh marriage and and, and things that can be applied to your life and so how about if we just you know give it a try give it a try and play for let's say you know yeah. half an hour and let's nice. see how it goes you know i like the word yeah. play I, yeah, I know play I, for a half right hour. <laughs> you know it's we're just asking questions you know that's good and so and yeah. and all of a sudden you will see the oh man i've never thought about that type of answer you know yeah. and that's mm. if the man is willing you know if he's open to yeah to so yeah. like for instance i'll give you an example the budgeting part you know mm-hmm. that was Man, that that one card was like the <laughs> one blessing dropped from heaven. Yeah. Because every time, you know, sometimes like we, I wanted to buy something and it was like, do we really need that? Do we need that? <laughs> well, we don't really have to need it for us to get it. You know, if we can get it, what's wrong with it? Puts that power in your hands, even though you mu- yeah. mutually decided. Right. And so it was like, you know, well, th- then now the question is, well, what's the budget going to be like? Then how much are we going to, you know, spend uh-huh. each other? And so I was like, well, all right, how about if we go with this? Mm-hmm. And I love that. We can go a little higher, you, you know, whatever. So you guys helps got that that solution you put that solution in place as a result of the conversation you had when you were going through the card decks yes right yes cool. yes because it, is a blessing. it was like that one moment that you know we didn't we didn't like we were sitting just you know looking at the road we live in wisconsin and there are two things in wisconsin deer and corn <laughs> lots of corn <laughs> lots of fields with corn um, yeah you know and so we're just going down the road and there's nothing around it but corn you know <laughs> and so we're just going down and all right you know it just gets awkward all of a sudden because mm-hmm. we kind of talked about all the things that we needed to talk about you know yeah and so probably she's going to her phone whatever i'm driving so i'm not gonna get my phone <laughs> so but you know hey let's just bring the cards you know Nice. And we can use them at that moment. So, so cool. nice. it's been a huge help. So, they, well, Love thank that. you guys. Well, okay. So, let's share. Okay. Share? okay. So, story first. Story. So, after we did that, we kind of kept in communication. We loved it. Um, you guys, you know, you guys gave us great feedback from the foundation cards, like you are right now. You guys made a little video. I remember you of made a video. And that was so cool. <laughs> shared it with your your friends. It was wonderful, <laughs> wonderful to feel like we bless somebody. Um, and then I oh, think we had a lot of people tell us you guys need to translate these cards into um, into Spanish, so you know you can affect a, a larger population of people that maybe don't have this resource. So we had been sitting on that for quite a while, actually, just yeah. thinking about it. And then we're like, well, um, why don't we start this process? Yeah. So we had um, connected with you guys and we also have um, some friends and colleagues that started the process with us translating the cards into Spanish. And um, we give them props uh, in in a while here. But yeah. Um, we shot some of the documents over to you just to get your feedback and you guys took it to a whole new level and you guys have a friend who does um, translation and editing for a living and so you guys got him on board to help us out um shout out to benjamin cochran benjamin yes okay yes. or is it benjamin 
But Hamid will be right. Okay. <laughs> and so um, we got him on board. You guys just helped us with so many nuances where we said, mm-hmm. you know, is this the right way to say it? We want it, We want this idea to be conveyed. And, um, you know, it, we don't have to be word for word. We want the idea to be right. And we want yep. it to be culturally sensitive. Yeah. So it, the Bible says in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. And That's we're thankful right. that you guys were part of that. Yes. We probably would have had tons of errors trying to do it on Google Translate. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were, you know, yeah, we were honored, truly. You know, we, we never thought that, you know, this uh, friendship will, you know, go into such develop. a, you know, develop mm-hmm. into such a high level. And, you know, the way that we can not just be blessed, but, you know, bless others, you know, wow. through it. Oh. And it's just great to be a part of, you know, God's work. We are so grateful for you guys. Well, thank you guys. So you guys should be um, looking for those cards coming out somewhere in February. Yes. And you guys also helped us with the title, which after much (laughs) conversation and debate. And a lot of our listeners help, actually. Yeah, a lot of the listeners. We decided on Fundamentos. So there you go. That is the title. (laughs) We went back and forth with Fundaciones versus Fundamentos. Um, So this will be the first Spanish deck for Dear Young Married Couple. And um, it'll be coming out in February. And then maybe someday, someday someday down the road, we'll do like uh, Sexpectaciones. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to try to say it, but I would have like killed that. We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll have to make sure it translates well because that's not a real word, right? Expectaciones. We just we just made a word in Spanish. But for this first one, we have fundamentos. So we are excited to get this out there. If you are listening and you speak Spanish, you know someone who speaks Spanish um, and would be blessed by having the foundations card deck in Spanish. Fundamentos. Um, please be on the lookout on our Instagram, our podcast, and our website. We will be announcing the date in February. And um, we're also excited. We're going to be going to Honduras for a, a missions retreat, a missions for marriage retreat. And we'll be launching it there that's as next well month. Yeah. in February. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, awesome, so, that's great. Well, thank you guys so much for being willing to open up and talk about these <laughs> Um, you know, sensitive subjects. Yes. And I'm sure that if anything, just gets people talking and looking at the Bible for their point of reference mm-hmm. with marriage. Amen. So thank you guys. All right. No last problem. thing to close I, up. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I remember the word that I wanted to, to say earlier. So okay. it's all about trust, forgiveness, and communication, um, you know, learning how to communicate, learning how to trust learning how to forgive. And those are the three keys I'll say for marriage, you know, um, admitting when you're wrong, you know, communicating the things that probably you don't think that they need to be communicated, you know, Mm. and trusting in your spouse. Those are vital. So make sure that you're working on those. Is that your Dear Young Married Couple letter? I know. I was going to say that's it. Yep. <laughs> we are about to close oh. up with the Dear Young Married Couple letter. You just kind of so jumped the gun, dude. There's your, there's oh, your letter. <laughs> that's oh, good. There you go. Oh, that's a I really good one. Um, I'll ask Magdiel as well. We close every um, podcast with the Dear Young Married Couple letter and asking you to just rewind back to the beginning of your marriage and maybe just advice you wish you would have received uh, and then fill in the blank, Dear Young Married Couple. 
<laughs> Dear young married couple, um, remember marriage is sacrifice and serving one another. Uh, mm -hmm. If no, I'm used to do this or I used to do this, it's just how can I serve him? Does he need help? If there is something that he's not looking, I'm his helpmate. Let me prepare for that, you know? Mm. So just looking into how do I serve one another? How do I sacrifice and, and help each other out? And that has so been good. key now that we are entering into uh, ministry and helping mm. all these Hispanics here in the youth group. There are so many things going on. Mm. And just being able to help him. It's okay. Mm. Where, where can I sacrifice for him? What is what am I looking at and he's just not aware of you know yes so just that and I think for my lovely ladies out there you are a sexual being too yes. uh, your sexuality is also part of who you are so make sure if you're not comfortable talk to your husband I mean be open talk so good um you know it's for you as well. It's on. It's not only for the men. So if there is something you're uncomfortable, if there is something you need to speak, just look for guidance. Talk to your mother. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Titus too mm -hmm. encourages us to like talk to older women, and yes. they pour in out to you. You know. That's so good. yeah. Oh, such Thank good you. advice. Yeah. That was excellent. You guys have been incredible. We're so thankful for our friendship with you and. Um, yes, we are too. The blessing you've been to us and now Amen. to so many that are going to benefit from not just this podcast, but the Fundamentos card deck and hopefully awesome. many Spanish card decks to come. Yes. Jesus name. Amen. Great. Awesome. That's we'll okay. love you guys love too. You guys. Thank you very much. All right, friends. We really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation. And if you want help, if you want personal guidance with individual counseling or couples counseling, or even help with you as a couple reaching the goals you have, just reach out. Give us a call at 916-678-1797 or shoot us an email at hello at dearyoungmarriedcouple.com. No matter where you are in the world or in your marriage, we can set up a counseling session with you and we can work toward progress. We also post marriage advice regularly on our Instagram, which is at Dear Young Married Couple. And we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week.